Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. We've been studying here through the book of Romans, and we've been going verse by verse lately through chapter number 8. Chapter number 8, I've said before, is the great chapter of the book of Romans. By that, I mean it is the pinnacle chapter. It is the climax chapter. Uh, It is that chapter that stands out. It's just packed from the first verse to the 39th verse. It's filled with doctrinal truths uh, on salvation, the two natures of man, the Holy Spirit, our eternal security, the second coming of Christ. All of these things are contained in the limits of this single chapter. And it's an amazing chapter. We've already been uh, uh, in this chapter now for, I believe, almost uh, 15 or so studies. And we're just now at the halfway point or so. We're in verse number 25, 26, 27, and 28. And we're going to be looking at those verses today. And of course, verse 28 is a famous scripture. We quote it all the time. And a lot of folks use it and misapply it, or they misrepresent it. And uh, it, it, it is a great truth, but it doesn't mean you're always going to have a great day. All things work out uh, for good, but it doesn't mean all things are going to be good in the moment. There's going to be times of trial, trouble, and tribulation. There'll be sorrow. There'll be seasons of difficulty and storms, even in the Christian life. And we'll learn about that uh, in the broadcast today. Now, if you have missed any of these Bible studies, let me encourage you Wherever you get your podcast, you can find us as well, whether it be Apple or Spotify or whatever. You can go there, type in Striving for Revival, and then you can become a subscriber to the podcast. And when you do, what that does, it gives you access to all of the archived Bible studies that we have done. We've gone through most of the New Testament now verse by verse, and that way you can get those. You can listen uh, anytime you want, in the car, at work, uh, on the lawnmower, in the house, and you can rewind. You can fast forward, you can pause, you can listen over and over again if you download us as as the podcast. Today, let's look at our Bible here in these verses, Romans chapter number 8 verse number 26. Now, Paul has just been dealing, if you remember from last Bible study, has been dealing with the redemption that is coming. There are three aspects we could say to our redemption. There's a past tense redemption, there's a present tense redemption, and there's the prospective redemption. Our past redemption, I have been redeemed. I am redeemed by blood, divine glory, glory, Christ is mine. I was redeemed at Calvary. When I got born again, thank God, I was redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Then there's a present tense redemption. I am to redeem the time, redeeming the time for the days are evil. I'm to use what I have for the glory of God. And then we have this prospective redemption. By that, I mean we look forward to the redemption 
of our body. That believer who has died, uh, and they've died in the Lord, their body, the shell, has been placed in the ground. But one of these days, at the first resurrection, the first fruits of redemption are going to come forth from the grave. We'll have a new body glorified, made like unto Christ's body. And thank God for the truth that if you've buried a loved one, that grave is not the final destination. That uh, a body that was full of, uh, of cancer or crippled or diseased or whatever it might have been, that body withered with age is not going to be the body that comes up out of the grave, but it'll be a victorious resurrection body. And thank God that glorified body will be reunited, uh, united in, that, uh, in the sky with Christ. The Bible talks about in the book of 1 Thessalonians, how that uh, the dead in Christ shall rise, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And thank God all of us, this robe of flesh will drop and rise. So we just talked about that. Now Paul's going to go from that topic of the redemption of the body, and now he's going to give us some truths about the Holy Spirit and life here on earth. He emphasizes in Romans chapter 8 the importance of the person of the Holy Spirit. And let me stop and call time out. The Holy Spirit is not a good feeling. The Holy Spirit is not an aura. The Holy Spirit is not simply an, a force for positive. It's not an energy in this world. The Holy Spirit's a person. The Holy Spirit is God. He is just as much God as God the Father. He is just as much God as God the Son. He is, we call it often the third person of the Trinity, we call him. But he is just as much God as the Lord. He's just as much God as the Father. The Holy Ghost is God, the Holy Spirit. And when you were saved, the Holy Spirit moved in. We say, is Jesus in your heart? But also, it's the Holy Spirit within you. He seals you into the day of redemption. He took up residence within the believer. He quickened your dead spirit. <clears throat> he saved your soul. Thank God. He's the earnest of our inheritance. So as we live life in this world, we live this life with the Holy Spirit of God as our comforter, as our guide, as that, uh, as that one that gives us that still small voice. He empowers us to serve God. We have the promise of the Holy Spirit. Verse 26 teaches, likewise, the Spirit, capital S, the Spirit, Holy Spirit, also helpeth our infirmities. And here's what it means. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Have you ever been there before? Have you ever been in that place of life, that situation or that circumstance of life where you knew you had a need, but you couldn't put it into words? I mean, you were so burdened that you couldn't utter it, that you were so broken that you couldn't say it, that you were so uh, unnerved that you couldn't uh, voice the need to anybody. But it's at that moment we have the promise in the Scripture, the Holy Spirit of God, thank God, on our behalf, look what the Bible said, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us. I have it written on my Bible. I'm about to get ahead of it. Let me read the rest of the verse. The Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. I have it written down here in the margin of my Bible. The Holy Spirit sees and knows what I don't. Isn't that a blessing? The Holy Spirit sees and knows what I don't. He understands what I can't comprehend. He can see through what is blinding me. He can uh, uh, lift what weighs me down. And when I don't know how to say it, and I don't even know what to say, I'm glad the Holy Spirit of God groans from within. He makes intercession of that cannot be uttered. 
we know. That means we realize, we understand, we have this truth, we have a grip on them that the Holy Spirit of God lives within us. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He bears our infirmities. He helps with those infirmities. You see, what does that mean? All the pains, all the aches, all the sorrows, all the heartache, all the hardship, all the hurt that comes with living life in this pre-redemption body, if you will, this body of flesh, this corrupt body. The Holy Spirit is present. He's there to assist. He's there to help as we travel through life in this body that is subject to sin. Thank God we're waiting on that future redemption, that full redemption of the body. But until then, we have the Holy Spirit of God to walk every step of the journey with us. When we pray, and we don't know what to say. Thank God he can get the prayer uh, voiced for us with groanings that cannot even be uttered. Whenever you're in that secret place and you're in that sorrow place and you're in that storm place and that situation of life is so overwhelming that you don't know how to even put it into a prayer, the Holy Spirit of God intercedes on our behalf. He is the one that searches the heart. He's the one that knows us better than we know ourselves. And he makes intercession for us. Thank God for the truth. Now, we talk about verse number 26. Now, verse number 27, he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So here I find a truth that the Holy Spirit makes intercession, thank God, but now I see that the Son makes intercession on my behalf. The Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf before God as we pray, in, in, in essence, transposing our prayers, as it were, into the right key so that it's in harmony with God's will. But also we have the truth that the Son of God is our high priest, standing at the right hand of the Father, intercedes on our behalf. So here it is, a great promise and a great blessing and a great truth for those who've been justified by faith is we are the sons of God and we have access to God. We have the ear of God. We get the attention of God and the Holy Spirit, thank God, can intercede for us, transposing our prayers to harmonize with God's will. And then we have the high priest, the son of, the, uh, of God, Jesus, our Savior, at the right hand of the Father, who's making intercession for us as well. The Holy Spirit sees and knows what I don't. And the Son of God sees and he knows what I don't. He searcheth the heart. He knows what's the mind of the Spirit. And thank God he can help us get in the will of God. What a promise as we peruse, as we travel through life, that we have the presence of the Holy Spirit within. And we have a great high priest, Jesus Christ our Lord, at the right hand of the Father. That's all of our time for today. Until next time, let's pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.